This week's episode is brought to you by Tush Baby. Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Modern Mommy Doc podcast. Today, I am traveling, and so I'm doing some podcast recordings on the fly here in my hotel room, and I'm appreciative for it because I have some extra time today to really think about some topics that have been on my mind that I wanted to dig in to for you guys and explore a little bit further. And the first one that I wanted to talk about today is toxic positivity. What is toxic positivity? It's this idea that we can make amazing things happen by just believing in them and not just by being optimistic, but by not having any room for any doubt at all that if we manifest things enough, that they will happen in the way that we hope that they will. So let me be really clear. Toxic positivity is not being optimistic. Toxic positivity is not being hopeful and having your fingers crossed. It doesn't mean that you have good energy towards something or that you're not having positive self-talk to yourself. All those things are totally fine. And at Modern Mommy Doc, and here personally for me, we talk about all those things all the time as actually being really key to your success. So, I mean, from a cognitive behavioral therapy standpoint, so evidence-based standpoint, there's no way that you can go through your day being entirely pessimistic all day, every day, and end up with results that you want to have, right? It's incredibly difficult to set goals and to follow through on your goals and to kind of carry on on days when it feels like your goals are not going to be accomplished, if you're feeling pessimistic or just downright depressed every single day. That's different though from letting the reality of life be part of the picture that you paint for yourself. The other day I was at a parade with my kids. I was actually wearing this outfit. I was at a parade with my kids and it was for a celebration in town. And my family was excited to go to it. We all wanted it to be amazing. We planned it perfectly so that when we got there, I would accommodate the needs of my oldest daughter, McKenna, who has autism. 
and that I would think about kind of a place she might be able to sit if things got too loud or too crazy. We made sure to feed her appropriately in the morning to make sure she got enough rest the day before. We tried to outline what the expectations would be when we got there, what it would be like so that way she wasn't surprised when she got there. And the moment that we set foot at the parade, she freaked out and said, I need to be out of here. And it wasn't like she could go just sit in the corner or kind of separate from everyone else like we planned. It was like she needed to be 100% out of the vicinity. I mean, in fact, she asked me to walk her to my parents' house, which from that location was gosh, like three miles away from where the parade was. And like I said, wearing this outfit, those of you who are listening to the podcast and not seeing the visual of this, but just listening to the audio only can't see, but I'm wearing a stiff jean jumpsuit, a jumper that as you can imagine, it has like relatively short shorts. It's fine if you're sitting, if you're not doing much, if you're going out to lunch, it's not fine to walk three miles in. Okay. Like very uncomfortable pulling down to the shorts the whole time. So that way, like private parts aren't hurting at the end of this. I also was wearing leather sandals that I had never worn before that I had tried out the day before in clinic and said, Hey, I'll wear these for, you know, two, like two hours at a time. And then I'm going to take a break and then two hours on and then take a break. So I was not set up to go on a three mile walk. And yet I had to, when that situation happened, I tried doing our backup plan I tried talking to her and using my wise voice and using all my skills and all my techniques that I have. And I was positive about it before we went out to the parade. I wanted it to go well. I believed that it would go well, right? And then it just didn't. And I think the problem that I have with toxic positivity is... What made that situation go wrong? Is it because I didn't believe hard enough? No. Is it because I didn't plan well enough? No. Is it because sometimes life's just not fair and when you have a kid like mine, some things just don't go the way that you hope that they will go? 100%. So that's why I can't buy in to toxic positivity. And that's why I think that you globbing on to toxic toxic positivity is only going to hurt you too, because it doesn't leave room for the reality that life is sometimes a bleep, you know, a B word. Like it just is, it just is. I also think that toxic positivity puts the onus even more on women when we're trying to believe in like a life that we want or in a business deal to go through, when we really hope that it will happen, it puts the onus even more on us as individuals and negates the fact that there are systemic level issues that are at work against us. Some of which have been there for generations or, you know, millions of odd years, right? Sexism, racism, the culture of the workplace that doesn't, the culture at home that doesn't necessarily support women getting ahead. And I think that as a doctor, as a pediatrician, I have been 
more willing to accept and move into a place of radical acceptance and away from a place of toxic positivity. Radical acceptance, for those of you who have not listened to our episode on that, is a very evidence-based practice of basically leaning into the hardship that you're having so that it's easier to move past it. So I think that it's easier to move more in that direction for me because of my training and my role as a pediatrician. Because I've seen a lot of people who have hoped beyond hoped and believed beyond belief, believed beyond believing that their child will survive from cancer and they don't and they die. And I don't know how to reconcile that if toxic positivity is the answer, if positivity without any room for negativity is the answer. Like what? It's those parents' fault that their kid died? I think it's because in my own life, one of my best friend's daughters has a severe medical condition and it's like really complex with 8 million issues that all are odds with each other. And she has a life now, the mom does, that she didn't expect. She's a special needs kid that she didn't ask for per se. And so what? Is it that she didn't believe hard enough that she would have a kid who wouldn't have all those issues and that's why she has to deal with all this crap every single day? She loves her kid, but would would she wish for a child who didn't have those issues? Of course she would. And so I can't put her situation on her of like, if she had just believed hard enough, she was going to have a perfect baby without any problems, then her life would go better. And I couldn't put it on myself. What? It's my fault that my child is neurodivergent and isn't the same as other kids? No, it's not. Being on the go with your little one has never looked so cool or been so comfortable. Tush Baby is a unique strapless baby carrier to help carry kids comfortably and stash your things conveniently while also saving your back and saving you loads of time. Let's get real. Traditional carriers are kind of a pain and Tush Baby makes it easier than ever to consolidate your things while also doubling as a hip seat for your kid. You know I'm all about efficiency, and that's why I'm all about this product. My favorite is the vegan leather in black. But mama, whatever your style is, there's a tush baby carrier that you'll love to wear. Modern mamas need modern, stylish accessories, and tush baby has got your back, literally. So head on over to tushbaby.com and use the code MOMDOC, M-O-M-D-O-C, to get 15% off of your carrier. You know, why is toxic positivity a thing in the first place? I think that it stems from this idea, a part of the American dream of if you just believe it, it will happen. Kind of this like Disney, if you wish upon a star, then it will come true type of thing that we have in America. Of If you just work hard enough and believe hard enough in yourself and in the work that you can do, then you can do anything you set your mind to. I think that's where it starts. I think that the mid-level management business out there are to blame as well. Gosh, there's been so much on the predatory nature of those types of business models, pyramid schemes of telling women who are in kind of a mid-level 
socioeconomic class or upper, upper middle class socioeconomic class that if they just believe hard enough and talk to every single one of their friends, they can be a billionaire just like the person next to them, right? On Instagram, on social media, I see a lot of like the coaches that promise that you could make like 10, 20, 30K a month just by like sitting and having evergreen income that comes that you just like sleep and you get a bunch of money, right? And I think that that type of rhetoric is in part what is to blame for our idea or the way that we grew up as women that we should be able to like manifest anything and have it happen and that it's almost not okay to have a bad day or to have a situation not go the way that we want it to or to accept the fact that we're just having a bad day. So back to this parade that we're at, we went to the parade and we had to leave. So my daughter and I walked to my parents' house. It was two and a half, three miles away by the time we got there. Thank goodness. Those shoes actually were relatively good because when I got there, the shoes actually held up and my feet were not in horrible pain, but I was definitely thirsty and had to pee and needed deodorant. Took a shower and had my mom wash my outfit. And I was disappointed. I missed something I really wanted to go to with my family. I really wanted my family to look different on that day than it did, but it just, it didn't. And then that evening when there was a party that we were supposed to be at and we had to leave because my other child was was throwing a tantrum and we had to go home and we couldn't enjoy it in the way that we wanted to. I was disappointed in the day. And, you know, I what I did to come to grips with the reality that I want to be someone who's positive. I want to believe in myself. I want to be someone who has a vision for their life and takes steps every single day to move toward that vision. What I do to reconcile that with the reality of the struggles of my life and what I recommend other women do to reconcile that with the very real struggles of their life is really to stop and be able to label that emotion and to be able to say, this was a shitty day. This was a horrible day. I'm going to name it. Like I'm not going to hide and act like my life is perfect. I just saw this interview with Lizzo on Apple Music where I'm going to paraphrase, but she said something to the effect of, you know, for other people that are out there, they can hide their insecurities because maybe they don't look like I do, right? They can look perfect on the outside, but feel imperfect on the inside and they can hide it. And what she said is, and these are her words, not mine, that like as a woman who is full figured or who is, as she calls it, thick, that like it's less easy to hide all those vulnerabilities or all of those things that don't necessarily fit a mold. And what I am trying to do in my own life and what I encourage you to do, mama, is to not hide from those imperfections or from the things in your life that aren't perfect or from the really shitty days because every single person has those days. Every single person has days where they want to just like turn it all in and, and like lie on the floor crying. Right. 
And instead, maybe just to label it and lean into it and say, yeah, this is a shitty day and then have a limit on how long you're going to let yourself wallow, right? My limit was five sad songs that day. I'm going to get into bed. I'm going to listen to five sad songs. I'm going to wake up in the morning and then I am going to move my body and I'm going to take the steps that I need to, but it's okay for me to just turn it in today and say, I'm done. This, I don't have to pet myself up today. I don't have to make it right. I don't have to like drum up all the good feelings and make myself feel good or figure out some other thing to cope. That's going to make me in the end feel bad. Like, you know, go eat a bunch of chicken wings. That would have been right. Like a go-to for me previously. It's okay to just lean into it's bad and it's okay that it's bad in this moment. It could be good again tomorrow if I just allow myself to say like, okay, fine, I'm out. Uncle life today, uncle. And tomorrow I will start fresh. So I want to encourage you, if you kind of grew up like I did with this idea of toxic positivity, of hustle culture, of if you just believe it, it will happen, of manifesting, of like not letting any negative thoughts creep in because that will be the thing that gets you down. Like, no, forget that. There's room for both of it. There's room for you being positive and optimistic and doing things that help you to be really clear of mind when you're making decisions and not self-sabotaging or not having negative self-thoughts. And there's room for you to be realistic about the things that you might have to accommodate in your life because of your certain situation. There might be things that you have to say like, yeah, I can't afford that. I'm not going to put more money into that. I'm not going to invest into that because it's not making a difference in the way that I thought that it would so that you don't get yourself into a place where now you've kind of like jumped off the deep end. You've put all your eggs in one basket and you can't come back from that. I'll talk to you next time. Mama, it is here and available for download. It's the new Modern Mamas Club app. We are so ready to join you on your personal journey from conflicted to centered. We want to take you on an evidence-based path from feeling conflicted all the time, from feeling pulled in all kinds of directions, from feeling burnt out to feeling really purposeful and aligned. As you move through your working motherhood experience, no matter what is happening around you. So go check it out in the App Store. Hey, Mama, if you want more of the Modern Mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag Modern Mommy Doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.